The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. After feeding the crowd, Jesus sent them away and got into the boat with the disciples to return to the other side of the lake. Now the disciples had forgotten to bring any bread, and they had only one loaf with them in the boat. And Jesus cautioned them, saying, Watch out, beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and the yeast of Herod. They said to one another, It is because we have no bread. And becoming aware of it, Jesus said to them, Why are you talking about having no bread? Do you still not perceive or understand? Are your hearts hardened? Do you have eyes but fail to see? Do you have ears but fail to hear? And do you not remember? When I broke the five loaves for the five thousand, how many baskets full of broken pieces did you collect? And they said to him, Twelve. And the seven for the four thousand, how many baskets full of broken pieces did you collect? And they said to him, Seven. Then Jesus said to them, Do you not yet understand? The Gospel of the Lord. In the great novel, The Lord of the Rings, author J.R. Tolkien explores a number of different religious themes. One of the primary ones is temptation, and we find it in the inordinate desire various characters in the novel have toward possessing this ring that gives its bearers unlimited power. It also, though, affects them adversely, as we see from the first hobbit that finds the ring by the name of Schmeagel, who uses the ring in a way that would enhance himself and falls under its seductive power. And Tolkien explores the reflexive adverse effect sin has in one's life, and so the ring eventually brings this hobbit into a whole other type of creature called Gollum, a withered shell of its former self. Well, left to its own, this temptation, and this is Tolkien's point, has its own momentum, its own life. It can bring a person from degrees of disorder. So perhaps we begin with a slight indiscretion, but that can lead and open the door to more serious sins and more serious still until we have bad habits and then vices which turn into spiritual death. This theme of the movie and the book, Lord of the Rings, can be taken right out of today's first reading from James chapter 1, where James says, No one, when tempted, should say, I am being tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted by evil, and he himself tempts no one. But one is tempted by one's own desire, being lured and enticed by it, then, when that desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and that sin, when it is full-grown, gives birth to death. Sin also has the effects of darkening our conscience and weakening our will. Again, we see this in the various characters in the novel as they engage in this seductive power of the ring. Jesus explores this theme in the Gospel because he says to his own apostles, watch out, beware of the yeast of the Pharisees. And what's the principle of yeast? It has its own momentum. It can spread quickly and permeate, for example, bread. And this is used as a metaphor to describe temptation and sin. The sin 
that Jesus is referring to of the Pharisees is pride, and pride is that very, very seductive sin that has a life of its own and leads a person to destruction. We see this with the effects of this sin of the Pharisees. It spreads even to the disciples. So Jesus is on the way to being crucified. James and John want first place in the kingdom to sit at Jesus' right and left. When the other disciples hear of this, they begin to argue and bicker among themselves because they want those positions. And Jesus has to chide and correct them. But the wonderful thing about God's mercy is that, yes, sin has its own momentum, but God's grace is even more powerful for those who avail themselves of it. And especially the grace that comes from the sacraments. So what we're doing here this evening is receiving grace from the Eucharist. And the grace will give us that power to have our own momentum of goodness. Also, the Word of God is that way. It says in the book of Hebrew, the Word of God is living and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. So we see again that force and power of God's Word, which again we're hearing in today's Mass. With that momentum, with that grace, with God's word, which we ponder in our hearts, let us then proclaim the good news and through our own actions progress from light to more light, from glory to glory, as we give effect to God's grace, which has its own reflexive effect on us, bringing us into more conformity with Christ himself. So with that, let us thank God for his mercy, for his grace, for this sacrament of the Eucharist, and let us pray.